Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights, right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. All right, so this week, uh, I don't know. I, I, it feels like not much, but probably just enough. I don't know. A lot of religious nonsense, a lot of blasphemy-related stories. But first, before we get into that, uh, let's let's recap a little bit, because we talked a little bit about Danny Masterson a couple weeks ago. Uh, more specifically about, uh, I can't think of it. I can't think of the name. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Yes. Mila Kunis. We actually had this conversation. Why can I not remember that we had this conversation? I I keep thinking it's it's Mila Jovovich, and that's a completely different person. Yeah, totally <laughs> different. Uh, yes, but yes, the Kuchers did release a letter saying, "We like this guy. Be kind." Not publicly. That went to the court. Oh yes, they but, <laughs> oh, they yeah. felt bad when it got leaked. Oh yes, they did. <laughs> I saw a hilarious uh, video on this where they were going over the apology video, and the guy goes, the one thing I've learned in this is that Ashton Kutcher is a way better actor than Mila, M- Mila because <laughs> she looks angry and pissed off, and he looks somewhat sympathetic to what happened. <laughs> Why do I have to do this? Joshua said, I think Topher was the only one unscathed. Yeah, that's because Topher has distanced himself from his... Uh, 70s show actors, I think mainly because of the Scientology bullshit. Yeah. Well, they they said way back in the day when the show was popular that he was not he did not hang out with the three right. male leads, and they're like, oh, he's you know he thinks he's the fucking lead and everything like that, and he's above all that shit. And now they're like, oh, now look at him. <laughs> but supposedly but one the thing- act, oh, go ahead. the act, the and the actor that plays Red and the actor the actress that plays the mother also wrote letters in support. That got a little bit what? less. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's sad. Not Red and Kitty. Yeah. Red and Kitty, yeah. Was this... Okay, so... Because my biggest problem was I was like, look, if they wrote these character letters before the, the trial, because they're friends with a guy and they're like, I just don't believe that my friend could have raped anybody. But it turns out these letters were written after... It was for the sentencing the, hearing. For the sentencing. Yeah. And I was like... Oh boy, that's not good. Did, so, did Red and Kitty write these letters after the sentencing too? I believe so, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. Why are they not getting called out then? Because they're less famous. Yeah, yeah, but they're on a, they're on an actual show. Are they? No. Yeah, that '90s show. Oh, right. <laughs> and I think uh, isn't isn't Kitty going to be on um, the Agatha Harkness upcoming Marvel show? Oh, probably yeah, because she was in uh, yeah WandaVision, right? Correct. Deborah Joe Rupp is her name. Yeah. Yeah. And he's Kurtwood Smith, is Red Foreman. Yeah. Now, as it turns out, the, these these letters did not uh did not really do much because Danny Masterson was sentenced, and I don't think we talked about this. Thirty to life. Yeah, it that wasn't is a th- crazy. It, it wasn't a th- it was not a thirty year sentence. It was a life sentence with a possibility of parole after thirty years. Like, whoa. Yeah. I like Yay. every part of that. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. 
Uh, so again, and I and again, I didn't pay too close attention to the trial. Like, and I know it's hard to prove a rape case, especially after twenty some odd years. Yeah. So I was like, did they just have like legitimately a mountain of evidence, or was the judge just like? I'm fucking putting a smackdown on your ass. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot of questions about whether or not these people actually wrote those letters or mm-hmm. if they were handed the letters by Scientology. Well, that's the rumor going around with, with Ashton and uh, Mila Kunis is that their letters were because I guess they're kind of Scientology adjacent. They're not actually in it. Hmm. Friends um, of Scientology. They, <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know what it is about because I know. Uh, the girl who played Donna, I think she was kind of a Scientologist for a bit, too. Oh, she yeah, was. Her, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, her name so has not been brought up at all, though. So No, because I think she got out of it. Mm. Or Prabhan. Yeah. Or, that's it. So, so, yeah, so there's a rumor going around that, that someone at the church wrote those letters or, you know, was like, don't worry, we'll handle it. We'll put in your character. I mean, again, I what I don't understand, though, is like, how fucking stupid are you, Ashton and Mila, mm-hmm. that... I mean, the guy got sentenced, and they're you're letting someone write you a letter, whether you someone was going to write it for you or you're going to write it yourself. How do you not think there's going to be fucking blowback on this? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't think that the letters were going to be public, because not everything in a court case is, is publicized. Well, how, if they didn't think it was – how did it get out then? I didn't catch that part. I, I think Freedom of Information Act, somebody re- requested the letters and went, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, you know, still, I don't know. It just seems dumb. But, again, the premise of the show, religion makes people stupid and Scientology makes people extra stupid because the the hold that they have on these people is outrageous. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know part of it's probably getting dirt on people and to be like, look, if you don't let us do this, you know, we'll release the fact that, uh, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Right. But there are some crazy conspiracy theories floating around about the two of them now. Yeah. Because, well, uh, go ahead. I mean, Ashton Kutcher um, runs this, um, or didn't Not, anymore. Run. Not anymore, he doesn't. Not anymore, he's out. <laughs> yeah, he started an organization uh, for, for women in at risk or something, what was it? It's for sex trafficking. Sex trafficking, for children, right. And yeah. Adults, right. And supposedly it's not as above board as, as it should be. I, I hear- mean, from at least from my girlfriend, that it affects social or uh, sex workers more in any way possible than anything else. Nice. That it fucked <laughs> them over. But so the 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 conspiracy theory is, and again, there's this starts off with a complete lie to begin with, mm. that Ukraine has the be- has the worst sex trafficking in the world. And that's where Mila Kunis is from. And that's why Ashton Kushner married her, because he's really into sex trafficking so <laughs> much that he insisted that his own wife be from the country with the worst sex trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> now that's crazy. But also, <laughs> Ukraine is not the place with the worst sex trafficking? No. I would think it's Thailand? I don't know. But you know uh, these people, because like, it's, it's like, if you get yourself involved in anything, they're like, yeah, but he's really running this organization because he's into uh, sex trafficking. Right. That's why he married her. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a big, huge mess all swirling around Scientology and the hold that the church has on these people. So, a mess. I, I mean, and what Scientology did to these women. Oh, yeah. And I think that's part of the reason that the sentence was so high is because it, it, not only did he rape them, but then the church that he is a part of, you know, I mean, perpetrated, extended it for 20 years and abused these women in horrible ways. And yeah, they were, the old, we'll look into it. 
Oh, we looked into it. It's fine. Right. I mean, they, they they were told basically that he he is important to us and you are not. So you are not allowed to say anything. And if you do say anything, your entire family will be taken away from you. Fuck. That's how they do it. Yep. I mean, also, too, I mean, I'm sure California does not like rape. I'm sure that partly was part of it. And partly they're sick of Scientology. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to know this, the state that does like rape. So I never go there. But OK. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... <laughs> These There's charges, a long list, Karen. I'm sad to say. say these charges in Texas or Florida or Ohio, mm. maybe maybe not as long. True, true. And granted, having said all this, Danny is not in jail yet. So, well, is it? Do you mean do you mean newly single, Danny Masterson? <laughs> oh, what what happened? Did uh, what's her name? What's his? Who's he married to? Bijou Bi- Phillips. Bi- Phillips. Yeah. Bijou. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, she filed for divorce today. Oh, today. today. Wow. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, yeah, I had Good read her. an article like sa- Sunday, I think Saturday, about how she was standing by him, although it was a trying time. Yeah, well, <laughs> that that lasted a long time. Yeah, two days. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I can see him a lot of TMZ. That was the top story today. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like he is, he's he hasn't gone into prison yet, right? Because I'm sure Danny gets one of those. You have to show up to prison on this day. Oh, I don't maybe. know. Type deals. I don't know. And there's also probably appeals going in. I'm saying, like, this isn't over yet. Oh, it's not over yet, no. But I thought um, that he was in prison. I thought he was in prison. Well, we all have. Before he was sentenced. In and- yeah. Where is Danny Masterson right now? His current location is not available yet. Yeah. Hmm. I think if he was in, we'd know. Hmm. <laughs> oh, his current location is not available yet. I mean, maybe he's in custody somewhere. I don't know. Well, I guess that's true. Once you get sentenced, yeah, normally they don't let you walk. Right. And unless you already have an appeal pending, you can a petition to get released pending your appeal. But I don't think his appeal has been filed, so I'm Jesus, sure it will the, be. The third most asked question about Danny Masterson right now is Danny Masterson coming back to TV. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No time soon. Yeah. <laughs> Fall sweeps, he's good. I'll tell you this, they just cut a lot of fat off that uh that seventies or that nineties show. Because <laughs> they all came back for the first season except for Masterson. Now they can cut him, Kutcher, Kutcher, whatever yep. you fucking say his last name, and Mila Kunis. Yep. At least Fez is staying clean of all this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sweet, sweet Fez. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move on to, I don't know, I filed this under news. Uh, it's kind of news, it's kind of politics. It's Lauren Bobert. <laughs> had an interesting week. So if you don't know, what a trash bag! Total yeah. trash bag! Like yeah. that is the purest and and absolute most accurate description of her and her actions. So, so that image that's on that's on the Discord right now. When I looked at that, I went, "Is." Is that Lauren Bobert? I'm not sure because here's the story. The story was there was a couple who went to go see Beetlejuice the musical live. And during the show, there were other people around them who complained about them being loud, singing loudly, laughing, vaping, taking a picture, like all sorts, just basically everything you can imagine to be disruptive, as well as groping each other. In the theater. And yeah, did you see that picture you posted? Yeah. That's a fat-ass pair of titties. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So the question was, I mean, because they were never identified, the police were never actually involved. The, the, eventually, they got up and and left after being told that they needed to leave and refusing to leave and then saying well, the police is, will be coming. And the response was, well, let the police come. I don't care. Uh, but then eventually, apparently, they got up on their own and left but were escorted out. Um, so the police never actually got there. The, the couple was never identified However, so, and and like I said, this one image, I'm like, is that Lauren Boebert? I'm not sure that it is. It doesn't, I mean, the face is different. It's, mm. Well, she's not, she's not wearing her trademark glasses. She doesn't, that, that they're her, you know, smart look. <laughs> yeah. Now, it I is. Mean, she it, did yell out, don't you know who I am? <laughs> I know the mayor. I'm going to talk to the mayor. <laughs> also, some, some other corroborating evidence here. She uh, she posted on social media about how she did go to the Beetlejuice musical. Um, she said in in I think on a tweet, we may have been or no, we were definitely a little too loud and sang along and then later posted something about somebody tell me how it ended. <laughs> So goes away. <laughs> that's the corroboration. Like she didn't actually say that we were thrown out, and technically, I guess they weren't thrown out, but they were attempted to be thrown out. I don't know. Oh, no. Once, I mean, once the video, once the video leaked, yeah, she was all about apologizing because she was denying ever. She said I wasn't vaping, and then they showed the video of her actively vaping. She's like, "That was the fog machine," and they were like, "A tiny pocket-sized fog machine that they put directly in your mouth for effect." It's also <laughs> worth noting that it was a pregnant woman who asked her to stop vaping. You mean that sad, disgusting woman that talked to her? <laughs> <laughs> that lower person? Yeah. I didn't actually see the apology. Was that? Uh, that was just like that? today. Well, that was apology. Oh, was, was it today? Yeah, it was probably the, the legitimate apology was kind of, I think it was either yesterday or today. Again, when the video was released and she was like, wow, this theater has excellent night vision cameras. This is the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they knew she was there and like focused it right in on her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, her her new angle is the uh, guy she was with mm. uh, turned out to be a Democrat. So he corrupted her into doing those things. I thought yeah. that was her boyfriend. Yeah. Nope. Some Democrat. She has to ditch him now. Oh. Uh, she dumped him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, this, what, what she said on television that she was she was a little too eccentric. I'm like, you don't know what that word means, do you? <laughs> you keep using that word. I do not and, think it means what you think it means. And the whole time I'm watching this this video of her in the, in the theater uh -huh. with the with the getting up and dancing and the taking of the selfies in a dark theater with a flash, <laughs> right? And all this shit. All I kept thinking was, do you know who this is? It's Joe fucking Jorgensen. <laughs> that is all I could think about. <laughs> Explain, Joe Jorgensen. Uh, for for context, Jared and I went to a comedy show in his hometown, and uh, there was a small group of people that was being exceptionally rowdy, and uh, they got called out for it. And uh, one of the hangers-on that was... So apparently, some a a a man who owns uh, some businesses in town uh, where Jared lives is named Joe Jorgensen, and uh, hmm. so if you're from that area, I guess that name carries some amount of weight. I don't, you know, I don't it used live there. To. Not not anymore. But go ahead. <laughs> right. So they're getting chastised for being too rowdy at the show, and 
she says, Do you know who this is? This is Joe Jorgensen. <laughs> and everybody's just cracking up. And he's just like, shut up, and gives her a little slappy slap, and then they're quiet. Oh. <laughs> it's worth noting, too, the person they were trying to heckle was Jackie Martling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, w- I would like to point out, just so, uh, the, the Bober, this was not like a, um, a movie theater. This was a, a Sunday afternoon, children present. The lights don't go that low because it's a stage show, theater show. So people could see what they were doing, and oh my. <laughs> really? Because she looks like she is dressed to the fucking nines. Yeah, it might have been, you know, uh, early evening, but there's kids there. Oh. I mean, she also looked like she was clearly drunk. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the videos as they're walking away, it's, oh, <laughs> yes. And the thing that drives me nuts about this video is the entitlement mm. of this bitch. Yeah. Mm. To, like, I, I, it, it pains me to know, like, God, she's in the government. She's making decisions that affect my life. Yep. And she's giving the finger and walking out and letting this guy grope her, doing a little tune in Tokyo. <laughs> I mean, again, that's fine if you want to, but right. man, just have a little decorum. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Well, I mean, we're talking about a woman who did not graduate high school, had um, her first child when she was 17, something like that. To I'm a not going to for that. To a man who abused her in a bowling alley? Yeah, to no, a man who to abused a man her. who exposed himself. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, to a group of underage girls. Sorry. Yeah. He's uh, not particular about who he shows his junk to, just so long as they're underage and there's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> she's a grandmother. I mean, decorum. Yeah, she's trash. She's a trashy she's person. She's a super trash bag. She has always been a trash, trashy person. We knew this. It's just, I, I this guess, is kind of the cherry on the top of her trashiness. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how she gets away with, with anything. Like, how do I feel like wherever she goes, Hannah Waddington should appear behind her ringing a bell and saying shame. <laughs> like, when she's making well, noise in the theater, how does, like, how can you not, like, make eye contact with the rest of the people in the theater and know that you now all need to stand up and point at her and yell, Boo! Liar! Boo! Liar! <laughs> until she cries and leaves. Like, how is that not a thing that we know to do in society? Well, I, I think, well, trashy people are allowed to exist in society, but this shouldn't be in Congress, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of trashy people in this country, and they live That's their true. sad little trashy lives, and it's fine. <laughs> But you don't get to go to Congress and be one of those people. That's just wrong. And that's the thing is, I don't understand. I mean, like, I sort. I mean, I get it, and I don't get it. It's like, how does this not fucking bury somebody? Yeah. I mean, and I always go back. I mean, look what happened to fucking Al Franken. Seriously, yeah. like, who was like a good guy in the yeah. Senate, and one joke picture from twenty years ago buried that fucker. Yeah. Yeah. And this woman is vaping and giving the finger and getting groped in public. Oh, and the and- Republicans, the party of family values, <laughs> is like, we're all right with this. Yeah. We're okay with this. And groping in return, don't forget. Not just being groped, but also groping. Oh, was she giving him a little handy in there? Yeah. Uh, Brian, a friend of the show, saw a comment <laughs> about the guy groping her, and he consistently brings it up because he loves it, because someone commented, Yo, dude, that's not a peanut butter lid <laughs> you're trying to screw off there. <laughs> uh, you got to see yeah. the video for that really to sink in fully, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know what that, if that guy's ever touched a woman before, the way he was doing what he was doing. Because <laughs> he, he was like a little kid, like, you want to touch my boobies? And be like, whoa. Ooh, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> so I would also point out, Joshua posted this in Discord, and I'm not I'm not 100% sure I'm part of it. Not The, the stuff that Joshua posted is correct. But I had heard uh, that he owned a gay bar in Aspen that hosted drag shows. Now, he does own a bar in Aspen, and that bar does host drag shows. I don't know if it's a gay bar or if it's a gay-friendly bar. I heard that it's, just a, bar, it, that it's just a bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, where, where, where everybody is welcome. Uh, fine, right, sure. Yeah. And he ran around and does drag shows there. Yeah, why would he think that getting hooking up with her would be a good idea? I mean... She's a piece of ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I mean, if he, he's trying to be a legitimate businessman, you look at her and you go, ah, uh, no. Well, did you see no. the way he tried to grope her? I mean, is he really trying to be legitimate? <laughs> I don't know. But right? this guy... <laughs> he, got, he got some clout out of this. Yeah, that's true. I suppose you got a little bit of, you know, in the news. You'll get a few more people in the bar, so. Yeah. His father clearly did not give him the one piece of advice I got before my father hit the road was, <laughs> never put your dick in crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> that's terrible advice. <laughs> crazy is into everything. I know, I know, Ian. <laughs> you, uh, see yeah. my you see my trekker. I clearly did not follow that advice. <laughs> Screw you, Dad. You don't tell me what to do. I'll live my own life. I'll only put it in crazy. I, I, since we've we've covered like a third of the show already on two topics. Yes. Um, we got to keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. I want to move on. Um, a couple a couple things that have happened recently that I thought uh, was pretty interesting. One, our local governor here in Pennsylvania, Governor Shapiro, has implemented automatic voter registration when you get a uh, driver's license renewed, unless you want to opt out. That's pretty I think cool. that Good. is uh, fantastic. Yep. Yeah. Yes, this is one of those cases where I'm pro. You have to uncheck this box to not get the emails. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. I like voting. Thanks for making it easy. Another thing that I just found out, again, from our Discord channel right before we started, uh, Michigan the the VA has lo three locations in Michigan that will pilot voter registration sites. So if you are a veteran and you go to the VA office, it actually is a voter registration office in Michigan. Nice. So good to see that a couple states are going the right way as far as that goes. Oh, speaking of states doing the right thing, you get a little quick piece of news. Mm -hmm. Illinois dropping cash bail. Oh, nice. Across the state. Wow. Ooh. Really? Yep. Statewide. Huh. First state to ever do it. Yeah. Good I'm, deal. I'm a little delirious and confused. This is too new information. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really? that, that has always been the, well, if you have money, you can do whatever you want because right. you can you can pay for your bail. Uh, if you don't have money, yeah, you're poor. You're going to jail. And you then you lose your job and then you get poorer and things just get worse and spiral down from there. Yeah. I would like to. As you can imagine, the Republicans are not happy about this. <laughs> well, sure, they Super want wage mad. slaves. Yeah, wage slaves that can't vote—that is their wet dream. I do want to back up a little bit to the um, Michigan VA. It's not just for people in the VA; it's for anybody who can go to a VA and register to vote. Oh, no, not just good. for veterans. Yeah. What is this? Like a new section of the show? A little bit of good news? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to guarantee that's happening. <laughs> Danny Masterson in jail. Lauren Bobert apologizes. No cash bail. We, f- yeah, we found two whole states that are trying to expand <clears throat> voting instead of restrict it. Yeah. Well, we keep winning, you know, or, you know, the good guys keep winning the lawsuits. It's actually a lot of good news recently. <laughs> and then yet I read that Trump is polling higher than Biden somehow. Yeah. Uh, it depends on who f- you ask. That doesn't seem reasonable. It, it's not reasonable, but it comes down to no matter how many things he achieves, no one can look past how old he is. So they're they're <laughs> done with him. That well, is true. I think it's he is also unappealingly old. I think it's also a matter of who is answering the phones to take yeah. the yeah. polls. For sure. That's always a factor. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, we should not let go of the fact that, you know, Trump is only three, year, three years younger than Biden. Oh, I know. I agree. Yeah, but there is definitely <laughs> a difference in the way that they There talk. is no conceivably, but conceivably worse option that's mm. being floated at the moment than Donald Trump. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, there's no way, but yeah, because again, I am very lukewarm on Joe Biden, but mm. that's that's how I like to be with my president. Sure, <laughs> lukewarm. Things are going a okay. He's no. an I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to start bringing up all the Trump shit before we get to that part. So, <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> but damn, <laughs> that interview oh. with Kristen Welker. <laughs> yeah, that was something. That was sorry, just more dark times. I well, can't. he. Yeah, I, I think he is receiving a copious amount of bad advice, and our um, a, a lot of it, I think, is coming from our next profile in sedition. <laughs> oh, wow. speaking of uh. which. Whoa. <laughs> Profiles in sedition. Let's go ahead and move into uh, this week's, which is right. the last one from January 6th. Yes, this is the last one for the DC case. He's co-conspirator number six, and people are not as confident that it's Boris Epstein, but they're fairly sure it's Boris Epstein. So let's talk about Boris Epstein. He was born in Moscow, Russia in 1982, and he is uh, Jewish. He immigrated to the U.S. in 1993 under the Lautenberg Amendment, which allows for immigration under refugee status to Jews and other religious minorities from Russia and other former USSR countries. And Iran got thrown in there at some point in the past as well. So he came here when he was, what does that make him, 11 years old from Russia. Uh, He graduated from Georgetown, where he was good buddies with Eric Trump, and got his uh, JD there in 2007. He worked for a law firm during securities transactions and banking law, yada, yada. He, 2008, he was involved with the McCain-Palin campaign, didn't make a big name for himself. In 2013, he was part of a defunct securities corporation and he then ran a moder- – he moderated a panel at an investment conference called Invest in Moscow. So he has ties to Moscow still. I mean, he speaks the language. He's got family there, I'm sure, etc. 2016, he was a senior advisor to the Donald Trump campaign making TV appearances as a surrogate. You probably saw him on uh, CNN if you watch CNN at all around the time of the election. Um, why he is being included as a co-conspirator is he worked closely with Giuliani in December 2020, trying to persuade Republican officials in the seven states that had slates of alternate electors, uh, trying to pre- get them to, purport, to prepare formal paperwork, trying to justify the existence of the alternate electors. That's his face. There you go. Thank you. Um, he is generally described as abrasive, has very few friends, has had connections to Russia, and has been arrested twice. 
once for drunken bar fighting and once for drunken unwanted groping of women. Well, that one was back in 2021, so it wasn't that long ago. It was not when he was a child. <laughs> as an interesting side note, he was called out as the reason for at least one of Trump's lawyers to quit. He is generally hated. One accused him of, quote, doing everything he could try to block us to prevent us from doing what we could to defend the president. So he's the one of the people whispering in Trump's ear to be belligerent, to fight back, to be obnoxious about the whole thing. He is generally thought to be co-conspirator number six in the D.C. case, and he is not indicted in Georgia, which is interesting. So what was what – was, do you know what he's indicted on? He's not indicted. Oh, he wasn't indicted. Right. He was a co-conspirator. Yeah. Right. Co-conspirator. Right. He's just mentioned. Huh. So, I mean, the connections to Russia are interesting. I think it, um, could he – you know, somebody whispering in here to make sure that the Republican Party falls apart – or that I think more in general that United the United States populace keeps being torn apart is a reasonable thing for Russia to want, and he is definitely acting in a way that continues that. So <laughs> he's a gem. Oh yeah, he's a gem. <laughs> yeah, I like how the one thing that everyone in Discord found unbelievable was the fact that he was you know in a bar fight. He does not look. <laughs> Like he would uh, instigate a bar. I'm sure that he did instigate the bar fight by opening his mouth and then received yes. a knuckle sandwich in it. That's what I'm thinking <laughs> happened. But there's actually a video of the police interviewing him after this the case in 2021. He's sitting on um, the sidewalk, um, being very drunk and going, oh, "Women, I didn't do that." <laughs> it's amusing. So that is. That's it. We're done with them now. The profiles and sedition. I didn't. I, I'm not sure. Karen, what did you think? I thought you um, had something that. The only thing I wanted to do. I mean, we we generally know all the people that were um, indicted in Georgia, but there is one group of people that is. Oh, they're amazing. These are the people that um, went to um, Ruby Ruby. What the heck's her name? Ruby Freeman's house and harassed her. They are. Ah, oh, <laughs> they're amazing. <laughs> We should talk about them next week. Okay. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll do that next week, and we'll see where it goes from there. Yep. In the meantime, let's move on to some religious nonsense, and I kind of have a question for you guys. Uh-oh. you I'm ready. Have you ever been speaking with somebody who's a believer, found out that you don't believe, and then that person immediately shifts to trying to get your approval of what they believe in. Sure. I have no. I have had this happen to myself, and I'm curious if you have as well. Absolutely. Now, usually every person that I meet as a believer is not questioning their belief in any way, shape, or form, despite anything I might say. Sure, but do they seek your approval of what they do believe in? Because no, that has never happened to me. Mm -hmm. Karen, have you ever experienced this? Don't think so, no. So... There's an article on Alternet, and I hadn't really thought about it much, but it, this has definitely happened to me. And the idea is, and, and well, the first question is, why would anybody who's a believer care what an atheist thinks? And it's it's I've a, often wondered that myself. <laughs> so it's an interesting it's it's interesting because uh, most people see an atheist that perspective as being somebody who, you know, questions God. So the idea that you question things 
if they can then say, well, convince you of their belief and how their belief is better than other people's belief, it goes farther in justifying their belief system. Hmm. It's like the atheist seal of approval is the gold standard in justifying my religious beliefs. <laughs> in any case, I've, I found wow. that idea interesting. It's like, well, everybody else's religion, they're, they're just crazy. But the stuff I believe isn't crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. And if, they, and if they get an atheist to agree with them, because an atheist is what, even-handed? A non-partisan, non-affiliated. <laughs> right, yeah. You're just you're just reviewing it logically, and if you approve, then that religion must make the most sense. <laughs> Making it the most right. I have never experienced that. No. I usually the only thing I usually experience is why don't you kill your neighbor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or variations on that question. Yeah. Well, how do you you know what what do you believe then? How, why do you, why are you a good person? Kind of the same a variation on that same yeah. theme. I, I usually fall back to um, I, I'm 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 good with the golden rule. I think the golden rule is a good rule to follow. <laughs> do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And that's well, funny. Go ahead. Sorry. People usually are okay with that. Well, because people associate that with Jesus because that's right. the golden rule in the Bible, and they think Jesus came up with that. Turns out the Buddhists came up with that thousands of years before Jesus supposedly ever existed. So, right, and it's a, it's a, it's a, in general a pretty good rule. So, yeah, I just go with that. It makes them happy. It's it's generally in theological studies, it's called the ethic of reciprocity. The idea hmm. that you have an ethic. That if I do something to you, that you'll more likely do something to me. So, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It This is a, that's the wording from the Bible, but it's in Japanese history. It's in Chinese history. It's completely separate all over the world. People have come to the idea of, if I don't try and fuck over my neighbor, maybe they won't fuck over me. <laughs> and it's, it's easy to understand and people can get behind the morality of it. So, yeah. well, I did a uh, a little uh, watch the video on uh, PragerU mm. because they've been in the news because they're in uh, invading the Ohio school system now. Yeah. Their idiotic fucking videos, <laughs> uh, if you might have seen them. But I was watching this thing about Dennis Prager, and he was talking about at some fucking place that man is inherently evil. Inherently evil, and the only thing stopping you from doing evil shit is your belief in God. Yeah, I mean, he just flat out puts it out there like that. Wow. I, don't, I like, don't know if this person's ever read the Bible, but God generally doesn't stop you from doing evil shit. Well, maybe the fear of God, I guess, is what mm. stops you. <laughs> sure. But if there was no no fear, we would just. And now, granted, I'm not saying like human beings on a whole right now we're pretty fucking awful for the most part, <laughs> in my opinion. But, like, the way he describes it would be like the, the whole human civilization would, would collapse in fucking 10 years well, if I th there was no religion. <laughs> no, I, I think the root of that, I think, is that all people are born selfish. Babies are selfish. Children are selfish. I, just by necessity. Um, the, the world revolves around them. Uh, there are a, a, a not insignificant number of people in this world who never grow out of that. And I don't necessarily equate selfishness with evil, but it, it has the same tone to it. But 
there's there's a couple different approaches. There are several different approaches to this. One is instilling a, a fear of the divine, instilling a fear of going to hell, of being punished, punishment beyond what we can do physically to you. Um, right. Or there's the idea of teaching empathy, of teaching a child how how to understand that their actions affect other people. You right. don't need religion to to stop pe- children, people from being completely selfish. Agreed. I've had no religious upbringing whatsoever. <laughs> me either. And I don't kill anybody. No. I mean, I'm selfish. I mean, I only care about me, but you know, <laughs> I hide it well. <laughs> I'm not so overt about it. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move along to let's get into (laughs) the evil that religion is causing across this planet. The number of countries with blasphemy laws has grown by 13%. Oh, man. The U.S. Commission on International Religious Liberty has increased the list of number of countries with blasphemy laws from 84 in 2020 to 95 this year. 95 countries with blasphemy laws. In the last three wow. years, we've gained 11 more countries. Now, not all of these are incredibly bad. Uh, some of them are just fines. Um, some of them are, are jail times. Some of them are death. Oof. And yeah. one in particular in Peshawar, uh, I believe this guy we had talked about before. Um, this guy, yeah, I think when it, I don't know. How long have we been doing the show? Um, <laughs> but we, he, this guy had burned two Qurans in Pakistan in a mosque on the rug in the mosque. Wow. That's ballsy. Yeah, that is very ballsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the story, um, I'm going to try and try and sum up. So, <laughs> so. This, See, this is what you get if you're a patron. We're all laughing at something you don't know about. <laughs> uh, Joshua said, bold move, Cotton. And if you don't get that reference, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're missing out. So this guy uh, fell in love with this girl. And according to Pakistani customs, he cannot go approach her. But he tried to get his family to basically, or her family to go out on a date, tried to convince his family to convince her family. And it all fell apart. Nobody was into it. Nobody even knows what the, the, the woman thought. Hmm. Well, who cares? The, yeah, <laughs> That exactly. doesn't matter. <laughs> the families were against it. And this guy was so sullen and so distraught. Um, also, he'd been using ice, as it's known locally, crystal meth. Oh. <laughs> and he was so distraught that he decided to end his life by going into a mosque and burning the Quran. Wow. So it's Ooh. suicide by religion. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a new one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did it work? Uh, it did not. He was arrested and that was in 2018, I believe. And it's been five years, almost exactly five years. And uh, he has now been sentenced to life imprisonment. Oh. Which is interesting because Pakistan does have the death penalty for blasphemy. But that's what he wanted, so they can't do that. I guess. Huh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he'd have got made it out of the building today. Like, so no, many people not. are killed. I mean, and he actually did something, not just was accused of something. Right. There was, well, 
At one point, he said that he didn't do it, but then later he did confess. But then the confession was in question because he later said that he was being tortured when he confessed. So, oh, yeah. who who really knows what what the truth is? But according to the families, his family believes that he did it and that he expected to be killed hmm. by a mob. Uh, not an unreasonable assumption. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Um, also in Pakistan, a Christian couple has been arrested for blasphemy. They, uh, yeah, they were arrested after torn pages of a Quran were found on their premises. It happened on the roof of their house was where the pages were found. So what do you, what do you think is more likely that the hmm. couple was upset about their enemy religion, went to their roof and tore up a Quran or some of their neighbors didn't like them and threw some pages of a Quran on top of their house without them knowing it in that order to accuse them of blasphemy. Yeah, that seems more likely. But then they would have actually had to have torn up a Quran to do that. Mm, and if yeah. they believe in their religion, why why would they think that's okay? But again, a lot of people are selfish, so, you know. I'm hmm. not saying that's what happened, but it sounds like that I might I can't have believe you asked a, a rational question about people who will kill people over <laughs> something like that, that they would actually ever come to that conclusion. Right. Over a book. Yeah. 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 And this brings me to a article on Dawn.com, which is – I'm not really sure what Dawn is. I think it's a Pakistani paper. Um, there's an article about – apparently the current Senate in Pakistan is concerned – over the possibility that the blasphemy laws that they have in place are being used to settle scores. <laughs> <laughs> How could this have possibly happened? <laughs> How did they just now think of this? <laughs> no, you don't say. <laughs> wow. This might be getting out of hand. <laughs> I, I, it, I can't. No, I got nothing. <laughs> This is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Blasphemy laws are just in the... I mean, they're so easily abused. They're so easily taken out of context. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move back. What are they going to... Oh, wait, yep. what are they going to do about it? The, uh, Worry. <laughs> the Senate? Pray. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this Have shit's never going to make it out of committee. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're not going to remove the blasphemy laws. They'll be killed. Yeah. They're going to express their concern... With frowny faces. That'll be the end of it. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> well, that's something. Worded email. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the Christian couple who was arrested, if convicted, do face the death penalty. Yeah. And you were thinking they were going to stop before they stormed that house and been like, hey, wait a minute. This doesn't make any sense. Why would they leave the pages on their own house? <laughs> There's no pages inside the house, just on the outside at the top of the yeah. house. Hmm. I mean, they knew what was going to happen. Are they trying to die by church mob? <laughs> Suicide by church mob. Apparently. Apparently Life they are because they woke up and they said, you know what we're all about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That guy is the absolute best. Let's start a life for ourselves in Pakistan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Dummies. <laughs> all right, let's move back home. To the U.S., not not home home because we're in, we're still out in California. The Eldorado Board of Supervisors has sent a letter to the ACLU thanking the organization for its concern and stating that they will discuss 
rescinding a proclamation in their next board meeting. A rescinding a proclamation of what? So it turns out the El Dorado County Board of Supervisors proclaimed Christian Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. Huh? What? <laughs> the a government. County? The government oh. in the county has proclaimed uh. a month as Christian Heritage Month. So much for separation <laughs> of church and state. <laughs> they threw that heritage in there thinking it might buy them some time. Yeah, I think so. Um, it has got a lot of backlash. And it's interesting because the Board of Supervisors listed that they had voted four to one to establish American Christian Heritage Month. Um, as it turns out, one of the people did not vote yes, but maintained her silence. But because she was silent when three people said yes, and then only one person said no, she was recorded as a yes. Oh, uh, nice. She has, so it's actually three to two. <laughs> she she uh, has since come out and said that this is one of my few regrets in my political career, and, and saying that I stood in silence, I didn't speak, I didn't cast an affirmative or no vote, but basically saying I stood silent and I should have voted against it. Wouldn't have mattered if it stood in three to two, but Yeah. Declaration of yeah, I wonder what the actual oh no what actually I mean it says bloody bloody blah religion's cool, but I think this is a great idea. I'm very into this. I mean, how could it how could you not at least try? There can't be a consequence, so sure. Christian Heritage Month, why not? Oh yeah, it's 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 pretty. Who's gonna stop you? <laughs> and it's not Nabby Pamby either. This is pretty bold. I downloaded yeah. it. Yeah, whereas religious faith was not only important in American life during the periods of discovery, exploration, and growth, has also been acknowledged and incorporated into all three branches of American federal government from their very beginning. Oh, sweet. Yeah, well, some, some truth. Was <laughs> it really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the number four is whereas the Liberty Bell was named for the biblical ins- inscription from Leviticus twenty five ten, which passage of scripture is emblazoned around it. Sheesh. So I mean, yeah, it's bold. <laughs> this news story is actually on the Jewish News of Northern California, and Rabbi, I don't know how you Yakar Ivan Yakar. Sure, uh, sure. Um, I'll allow it. He said, uh, there is Christian history and heritage in this country, and maybe that's worth celebrating, but this feels like Christian nationalism. It's not a bridge too far. It's ten bridges too far. The simple fact is that it has othered me and my community. And I think this is a term that a lot of people don't understand, but when you other someone when you otherize someone you're basically saying this is i'm in my tribe you're in the other tribe and you're not as good as my tribe yeah i mean you know lgbtq community has been othered for forever (laughs) forever yeah and being pushed down harder than ever at the moment we are the others I kind of like Hesion Gixon's idea. They should totally do this. Christian Heritage Month have a have a theme for every week. Week one is the Crusades. <laughs> week two is the Inquisition. <laughs> week three is the Witch Trials, and week four the Missionary Persecution of Indigenous Cultures. Oh well, well we need to have um. What, well, what about the abuse of children? We got to throw that in there somewhere. But that's not history. That's ongoing. Right. That's oh, that's, <laughs> well, that's true. That's current events. <laughs> true. Clearly, it's not just Catholics. However, they are the king. <laughs> Mostly Catholics, but not yeah. just Catholics. Turns right. out That's we just fair. haven't turned our eye to the rest of them yet. <laughs> Next in religious nonsense, Rick Morrow. Have we 
discussed Rick Morrow before? He's a pastor of, in a church in Missouri. I don't recall, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Let me guess. He said some batshit crazy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. Wait to hear this. Uh, he was also, oh, wait, I think that's, yeah, we'll talk about that afterwards. So what he has recently said is that autism mm -mm. is specifically caused from demons. <laughs> so all, what you need to do is- I think the science has proven that. Demons, right. demons I mean have rewired people's brains. So you need to pray in order to fix this. Because he, he knows this is a fact, because if it's not demonic- then we have to say that God made them this way. Like, that's the only other explanation. I'm quoting him, by the way. That's the only other hey, explanation. at least he's not blaming vaccines. <laughs> he says, either the devil attacked them, or God has brought this infirmity upon them. He, he's got them where he wants them, and God just doesn't like them very much. Well, my God doesn't make junk. God oh. doesn't make <laughs> mess-ups. <laughs> yes! Wow, he's talking to a room full of people who have there's an there's an autistic child he's talking to right now. There has to be, probably. Well, I don't know that, but I'm probably odds are. But and why, when you say autistic why, child, you mean pile of junk, right? <laughs> but why why autism? Why not also cleft palates and child leukemia? Kids, you know, like why are all those not done by demons as well? I, I would I think he's arguing that they are. Okay, he's okay. So all child affliction is from demons. Yes, <laughs> the best part forces, about this, yeah. and he doesn't say it implicitly, but what this means is it's the parents' fault that your child is autistic. You didn't pray enough. You didn't have enough faith. You invited the demon into your house into, and into your womb. Yeesh. Classic I, I still see this. I see this as a good thing. Because <laughs> they're still going to get vaccines then. <laughs> yeah. That's a silver lining. Yeah. No. They're like, what can you do? It's not vaccines, it's fucking demons. And until they make a vaccine against demons, <laughs> what the hell can we do? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be injecting that holy water into your veins. Yeah. yeah. Do not inject holy water into your veins. No. So Morrow was also a member of the Stoutland School's Board of Education. Uh oh. Until he made the statement. Oh. Oh. <laughs> And local parents and community residents rose up against him, and uh, yeah, he has resigned from the board of education. That's progress. All right. Yeah. Keep going. I don't hate. I don't hate that outcome. He's still a no. pastor. Wow. Well, hopefully, his congregation well, is a little smaller now. Um, yeah, I'll take my wins where I can get them. Yeah. yeah. I hope there was a lot of come agains. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell did he just say? Okay. The next guy that I got. I don't know if we talked about this guy before. Joe Salant. Salant. Mm. That sounds familiar. He's an evangelical pastor who briefly shot to fame in 2015 when he recorded a rap song. I'm sure that was glorious. <laughs> uh, the rap song. And timely. Timely. <laughs> the rap song was in support of Senator Ted Cruz. Oh, God. Yes. You oh, have boy. me keep going, Ray. <laughs> Can we watch this? Okay, you have it. Oh, that, is that him? That's him. I don't know if I, I don't know that the rap song is actually in the uh, the article. Well, he is, he, he's rocking that early aughts boy band look too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he is selling industrial strength bleach in tablet forms to parents. Oh no. He has admitted that his customers are using the product to treat autism in their children. 
What? What is the guy's problem with autism? Yeah. <laughs> so he actually has said, I don't have the quote in front of me, but he has said, autism? Yeah, I mean, it's a common treatment. He uh. says, we're not allowed to recommend our product for it specifically, but the protocols in the Andreas Kalker book, which I don't know what that is, but apparently they have that on their website as, as well. Um, the, this book that they sell on the website says that these industrial strength bleach tablets commonly use uh, the bleach tablets to treat autism. I mean, what do you just. What is, he, what is he selling them for? Money. He's. No, I know, I know that, Karen, <laughs> but what is his reasoning for. I mean, he's not saying, he's not saying you can use it for that. You can. That's not why I'm selling it. I'm selling it for uh, demons. What? What is his? Well, what he, does the bleach get rid of? A wide range of ailments, including cancer, HIV, and autism. Oh boy! Anything bleach. and everything. How you, are they you not need dying? To, well, I, presumably they're not actually taking the pills. They're putting them in water, which won't hurt you. That's what the, you know. The water company does. Just getting the balance right is the important part. That's now, what happens in your swimming pool. The guy's book, <laughs> who's referenced, um, was arrested in Argentina. For selling fake medicines to cure COVID nineteen, after a five year old boy died from oh. uh, the bleach poisoning. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the problem is again, people are stupid. Um, you know, dissolving it in five gallons of water. Well, that's complicated. I'll just take it instead, and that'll kill you. Yeah, why not just you know get straight to the good stuff? Yeah, you know what? I'm okay <laughs> with this story too, because if you're willing to take this, you're not helping society in any way. Knock yourself out. As long as you're not giving it to kids. Well, they Which are giving they it to kids. Are. Yeah. The God damn it, Karen! God <laughs> damn it! Sorry. <laughs> These kids, they ruin everything. We could call this hard easily if the kids weren't involved. Yeah. Well, there's hope. I mean, we might get another, you know, variation of COVID and all these people will die off. We'll have to take care of the kids, but we'll deal with that when it happens. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that didn't really work with the Republicans, turn. so. It did, actually. I spent that whole segment. <laughs> Thinking of what the lyrics to the song that he raps about Ted Cruz might be. <laughs> and it was some of the worst lyrics I've ever come up with in my whole life. It was fantastic. But uh, yeah, then he was just like poisoning people with bleach. He wasn't even rapping about Ted Cruz. <laughs> I, I, but back to something Ray just said, though. I, I, I think that they, in Florida, they actually did, a, they looked at the, the people that, that died in Florida of COVID and way more Republicans died than Democrats died. I mean, even if even if you adjust for the fact that there's a lot more Republican old people in Florida than Democrat sure. old people, even when you adjust for that, a lot more died. Yet somehow oh. Ron DeSantis still got voted in. Right. Which reminds me, did the pandemic end up bolstering or helping to repair Social Security mm. just with the sheer volume of people who will not be collecting it now? <laughs> I don't think it was. No, enough. I'm serious. The, the percentage <laughs> of seniors that you know got COVID, it did it was lethal for them. Yeah, I I don't think enough people died. I mean, I'm not saying like a right. million. A I million wish there had been more. I hear what you're right. saying. The, like it was a huge number, but not enough to impact it in that way. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's probably about right. I mean, there's a lot of retired people in this country. Not sure, a, yeah. absolutely. I guess I, I'm just, you know, thinking as, Very as, uh, small dent. you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I was hopeful. <laughs> no silver lining there. And we bought ourselves about a month and a half. Yeah. yeah okay, cool. <laughs> uh, Big old grumpy wolf is correct. Florida is currently leading in COVID hospitalizations right now. There are mm. 
many counties that are worse outside of Florida counties. Like Florida doesn't have the worst counties, but Florida has the most counties with really high numbers. Mm. <laughs> so it's winning. And that's what just what we, and that's what we know. Who knows what they're holding back? Right. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> are they counting people, you know, who have something else and COVID? Or are they just people, you know, just counting the people that had just have COVID? Mm, I'm not sure. Oh, I, just, I, haven't I, thought told, I haven't. Yeah, I thought we were just talking like the first time around because they're not allowed to track that data. Right. They're not allowed to release that data. Their attorney general just came out and said, please don't get the vaccine this time around. The yeah. Center for Disease Control current numbers is what I was actually looking at. Now, what's being reported, what's not being reported, I don't, you know, who knows? Like like yeah, you said, knows? it's uh, it's going to be a crapshoot now. Yeah, I mean, there definitely are, there are a lot fewer counties counting at this point, and so it doesn't get sent up to the states. It, yeah, it, it's the numbers are suspect now. The, wh- where we'll see it is in the um, um, the variation from the normal people that die. I forget there's a, there's a term for that, which I don't remember. Generally, X number of people will die per month in this country. The variation mm-hmm. is what's the important thing. So right. All right, moving on because we're we're getting yep. getting close to done time here. Uh, new studies from the world of duh. <laughs> uh, there have been a pair of studies from be- behavioral scientists investigating the relationship between truth relativism, the concept that truth and reality are uh, different to different people, and how people fall victim to false information and conspiracy theories. Basically, the idea is people who trust their gut when they hear a new story are easier to be suckers for conspiracy theories. I need more explanation on that. What do you mean trust your gut? So you don't go, you don't hear a story and go, well, I'd like to do a little research on that. I'd like to do some lookup on, you just go, oh, well, I think that's believable. Like you trust Mm -hmm. your gut as opposed to (laughs) wanting to find facts around the story. Oh. So a lack of critical thinking. People that go, yeah, that that sounds good. (laughs) Yeah, strangely enough, people who just trust their gut as opposed to looking up actual facts and statistics around the story um, are more susceptible to conspiracy theories. No kidding. You did studies mm. on this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's why people that uh, follow religion are more susceptible because there is no evidence that you can state that um, convince somebody of, of that religion is true. It is all just trust your gut. So people that you know have made that leap – and just stuck with religion, we'll make that same leap again. Hmm. Wait, so that boiled down to Republicans are dummies, right? Okay, <laughs> I right. mean, that falls in there, I think. Got it. Yeah. Are, they're stupid fucking idiots, right? That was the... <laughs> well, it's not just... The TLDR. <laughs> it's not just Republicans, though. I liked it. <laughs> I mean, look at the number of, you know, dumb hippie Democrats that make bad decisions about vaccines. It's not just Republicans. I'm not saying all liberals are smart. Hmm. Just saying we got a majority of them. Yeah. I would say that's true. Okay. Uh, The next story, in in case you needed a reminder that the natural supplement market can be very dangerous and woefully unregulated, Mm. Ars Ars Technica reporter uh, describes an alarming new report. Toddlers have been poisoned after eating mislabeled diet supplements. So there's a, what is it called? It's it's Spanish. Tehuc. Tejocote? I don't know how you pronounce this, actually. I Four years of Spanish, and it's completely useless to me. That seems seems <laughs> close enough. So the product purchase was labeled as dried root 
of Tejote, which I imagine is how you pronounce it. Uh, it's Mexican hawthorn, basically. It's a shrub plant found in Mexico and Latin America. It produces a crabapple-like fruit. Uh, there's little data on using the dried root in any medical way, but eh, it doesn't seem to hurt people, so they put it in these medical supplements and apparently feed them to their toddlers. Well, apparently a couple of toddlers uh, started experiencing nausea and vomiting. And um, as it turns out, some studies were done by going out. They, the, what was it? The experts uh, on the, this was in New Jersey, the New Jersey Poison Information and Education System went out and purchased 10 random products with Tejcote listed on the outside of it. Turns out the product did not contain Mexican Hawthorne. It uh -oh. contained uh, yellow oleander. Which is poisonous. Which is a poisonous plant uh, that has toxic cardinalide in it that can cause dysrhythmia, cardiac arrest, among other things. Wow. Yeah. So just because, I mean, basically you put on the, the label, well, we, we're using this brute from Mexico that is, you know, basically does nothing. Um, so we can just put that out in the market. No problem. Nobody Why regulates it. Nobody actually does tests and makes sure that mm. that's what's in the bottle. And yeah, the, apparently they've been collecting yellow oleander instead and poisoning people. Why would you give a toddler a weight loss supplement? A lot of fat. Kids. <laughs> you gotta work that baby a... fat off some way. <laughs> Why would Gross. you send a toddler to a chiropractor? <laughs> well, good, good, good question. Yeah, good point. <laughs> wow. All right, and while we're on Mexico, I'm going to transition into conspiracy theories. Did you guys see the Mexican congressional hearings with the aliens? Yes. Yes, it's awesome. <laughs> I heard about this slightly, but I didn't. I'm ready to learn. <laughs> really? You didn't hear about this at all? Okay. No. They brought alien babies to the floor of the Mexican Senate. Well, what? they weren't necessarily alien babies. They were <laughs> small-sized alien Bodies. Aliens. Totally. <laughs> the testimony was, we are not alone. Yeah, it's a hearing on FANI, F-A-N-I, the Spanish acronym for what we usually term uh, unidentified anomalous phenomena, UAPs or UFOs. A, they brought forth a Mexican, I don't know how you would define him, I guess he is a UFO fanatic? Yes. Named Jamie Mawson. Uh, he claimed that these were corpses of extraterrestrials on display in the congressional hearing, that we are not alone, and that these aliens are visiting our planet. Turn. And they took him seriously? Or yeah, why, oh, yeah. they, why, why was he allowed to talk to Congress? That's a really good question, because mm. these particular um, objects have been studied in the past and proven false back in 2017. They were put together the bones are backwards they're you know they're recognizable bones if you take an x-ray and the whole thing is just a scam but yeah they were on the floor of the mexican senate yeah if, if yeah. mousen's name sounds at all familiar forbes actually did an article when mousen reported on supposed alien body found in peru in 2015 it was later identified as the mummified corpse of a human child he testified before uh, the Mexican Congress. It it actually made the news and went all over the place. Everybody's talking about, oh, it's proof. Mexico, they're the first country to come forward and 
you know, not hide all the, the news about aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And don't get me yeah. wrong. <laughs> I want there to be, you know, alien yeah. life found. I think that would be incredible. But no. Yeah, there, there we were, all we all do. It, in the U, for some reason, Reddit wants me to follow slash UFO now, so I got the whole story as live as it was happening. <laughs> and for like two days, everybody was very excited. And then somebody went, "Oh, wait, no, 2017. This was already debunked." And everybody went, "Oh, <laughs> damn!" But if there, there were two days, if you're a true believer, this is just more evidence, right? <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, NASA is doing its part to really not help. True. <laughs> so they are pledging. In, in what way? They are now pledging a new, transparent, scientific, rigorous look at UFOs. Um, so last Thursday, <laughs> they announced a new director of research on the topic, and then refused to give the director's name. They kept that a secret. <laughs> that that's their transparent new look at UFOs. Is we're going to appoint somebody to look into this. Who? We're not going to tell you. That's super <laughs> transparent right there. That is fucking paper mache. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now, they did later come out and give the guy's name, and they described how he's going to be interacting with the governmental reports and the Air Force, and they are actually doing something to have somebody as a director to, you know, look look at how to address UAP issues. However, the transparent meeting when they're like, we're going to really look into this and provide all you people with all the information. Who's going to be doing that? I can't tell you. <laughs> Thanks, NASA. Yeah. I wonder if they just hadn't informed him yet and they didn't want Maybe. to learn over the, the, you know, CNN or whatever. The thing that always gets me is that um, so many people would have to be keeping this secret that there's no way it couldn't have got out. Although the government keeps, you know, all kinds of crazy secrets. So eh, who knows? I mean, the one argument is, well, Trump was president. If he found out that aliens were real, he would. <laughs> there's no way he wouldn't have blabbed it. But then again... Who would have Why told would they him? tell him? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Did you hear that he was writing to-do lists on the back of secret documents <laughs> down at Mar-a-Lago? I did. <laughs> they gave him flashcards for, you know, secret information for when he was meeting with people. So he had the information that he needed in hand. He turned around, wrote to-do lists for his secretary on the back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here's classified information. Oh, no, you're looking at the wrong side. Turn it over. That's That's what you need to do is on the back. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. <laughs> that's all I got. You guys have anything else? Uh, uh, man. It's not- go, ahead. go ahead, Jared. <laughs> no, go ahead. Mine's uh, long, and I still don't know if I'm Oh, mine's super short, and I don't have any information. It's just me grousing. Mm. Yeah. In the face of unlimited just evidence, fucking Paxton got away with oh, it. Oh, yes. I didn't put yeah. that on my list. Yeah, what the hell? Fuck that guy. So- Fuck that state. <laughs> Fuck everything about that bullshit. So interestingly, Trump actually took credit for him being uh, acquitted. He said that he made some phone calls to Texas um, people and got that taken care of because <laughs> Paxton is his guy. Like, really? I talked to some people. You did nothing, you lying sack. <laughs> yeah, that was a real downer for me. Yeah, I mean, I, considering I shouldn't have been surprised, but. I was hopeful. I sh- silly me. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. But we were all right. so convinced. We were like, wow, this is crazy. What's going yeah. on? Why are they doing And then it turns out, eh, they weren't doing anything. Right. Eh, it was just going to skate on by. Yep. Fucking Trump. <laughs> this, did you uh, t- real briefly in that fucking 
that interview with Meet the Press. Did you see him throw his whole fucking defense down the fucking toilet? Yes. <laughs> like no, and, what did he do? I'm in, I was the, in charge. I made all the decisions. Oh, yeah. His defense, <laughs> Ian, in this whole in the uh, in the uh, at least in the uh, overturn the election thing, mm-hmm. is that he was listening to his lawyers, right? Advice, oh. advice of counsel. <laughs> yeah, advice right. of counsel. That that kind of like, hey, I I just my lawyers told me I could do that. I didn't know I couldn't do that. And then they're just like, so you were in charge. You were making all the decisions. He's like, absolutely, I was making all the decisions. I mean, I listened to people, but then I made the decision. I'm the bestest. I'm the guy. And then she kept going, oh, this is fucking gold. Let me just reiterate, Mr. President. You were the one in charge, right? You were the one. Yes, I told you. And his lawyers went, down. And then like people are like, Dude, how do you not go to this interview and go, what's what's our number one defense? <laughs> what's It's that you listen to your lawyers, Mr. President. Right, got it. I was in charge. <laughs> I'm good. I'll just pivot to Democrats allow abortions post-birth. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that. Yeah. Jeez. <sighs> you said that like three times. She pushed back. Not enough, but she did push back. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of people are not happy with her. But I mean, again, it's like he doesn't shut up. Like you would just have to be refuting every goddamn thing he says, right? <laughs> and you know, which he would walk out if you did that. Yeah, I get it. But which, <laughs> I, I was surprised too. This is the first like non Fox News Newsmax type interview that he's done in years. Yeah, that was Meet the Press. Yeah. So real briefly, <laughs> I don't want to make the show go on any longer, but. Did anybody see the message that Trump put out on Rosh Hashanah for the Jews? Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm dying to know because goodness <laughs> knows, you know that that's my favorite Jewish holiday. And <laughs> my family and I sat around and then had our apples and honey and it was delicious. <laughs> I see. I don't even get the reference of apple and honey. That's how bad of a Jew I am. Oh, so have a, it's, it's to wish you and to ensure that you will have a sweet and fruitful new year. Oh, well, that's sweet because this is what Donald Trump put out on True Social. Just a quick reminder for liberal Jews who voted to destroy America and Israel because you believed false narratives. Let's hope you learn from your mistake and make better choices moving forward. Happy New Year. (laughs) We're not done, Ian. We're not done, Ian. (laughs) There's clearly a crayon drawing of Trump against a flag. And then there's a whole bunch of shit. Now, give me a... This is very hard for me to read because I had to blow this image up. But it says... And this is put out by him underneath that message he just wrote. Wake up, sheep. What Nazi slash anti-Semitic. Now, I have to note that Nazi is spelled N-A-T-Z-I. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> what Nazi anti-Semite ever did this for Jewish people or Israel? Uh, and then it lists what Trump has done for the Jews about moving the embassy, about recognizing uh, Israel's sovereignty over the Golden Heights. Or, I'm sorry, the Golden uh, Heights. Golan Heights, uh, recognizing Israel's sovereignty over settlements in Judea and Samaria? Judea and Samaria, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trump signs uh, something for Jerusalem to be a national edition of religion. All this shit that he does. Uh, May 2020, Trump signs uh, the Never Again Education Bill into law, which allocates millions of dollars to something I can't read, Holocaust awareness and create websites with curriculum tools for teachers nationwide. Heart sign, 
clearly one of the greatest anti-Semites of our time. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Trump 2020. Hashtag Jexit. Jexit. Wow. Jexit. I will put That's some in. wild nonsense. This and again, the- people see him as the young, vigorous, coherent one. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just nonsense that he puts out. I, the clearly incomprehensible what I, nonsense. Mm. I mean, I get what you're trying to say by you're mocking the fact that you're, you're an anti-Semite. So you're saying, yes, yeah, clearly one of the greatest anti-Semites of all time. But you don't even put anti-Semite in quotes. To like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's <laughs> right. just, you just, yeah, I'm one of the greatest anti-Semites of all time. <laughs> as long as he's one of the greatest, that's all he cares. Well. Hashtag 2020. <laughs> no one's proofreading this shit. Oh, God. But yeah, the, 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 the top line, though, just a quick reminder for liberal Jews who voted to destroy America and Israel because you believed false narratives. Wake and then straight into, into wake up sheep. Wow. Yeah, he is obsessed with Jews thinking that that have some hard connection to Israel in America. Mm. You know, like he can't seem to let that go. Remember when he was talking to those Jews and he was like talking about Netanyahu? He was like, you know, Netanyahu, your guy, your president. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> we live in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking turd. <laughs> 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 By the way, yeah, I think N A T Z I is supposed to be pronounced Nazi. 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 <laughs> That's pretty much how he says it, so that makes sense. Trump twenty twenty, huh? All right. I think uh, I think I'm gonna call it. I think that's all we've got for this week. Wanna start off by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could join us and uh, comment. Big old grumpy wolf, Grinch McScrooge, Hessian Gexon, Hypatia, and Joshua do appreciate the comments and the feedback. If uh, if you enjoy the podcast, there are several ways you can support it. You can join them, sign up on our Patreon page. Uh, if you can't do that, feel free to share the podcast on social media. Leave a review for us on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you happen to listen. Uh, again, if you'd want to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or by tweeting at ProfaneArg. I'd also like to encourage people to check out other shows on the podcasting network of which we are a member. It's called the Soon To Be Named Network. You can find all the podcasts at soontobenamednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God be with you.